live, but from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right. Coming in forceful, we are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D-I-A-Z-A-K-A-N-Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter, P. And welcome to episode number 94. No, 94. Ninety-four is a big number. Very special. Very special number. Ninety-four is a big number. Because ninety-four, ninety-four was the year. Nineteen ninety-four was the year. You know, we should do like we should start something beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) we should do a whole like we should do this like the Wonder Years type thing. Okay, the year was nineteen ninety four. So many happy wait because you know ninety four was a big year. We've already talked about how big of a year nineteen ninety four was, right? We've gone over the music, we've gone over the movies, we've gone over the we've gone over the styles, we've gone over fashion, we've gone over, but we've never explained. And never really even mentioned Or I mean we have if you put it all together 94 was where it all began (sighs) The foundation That's like that's when Neo took I forgot color pill he took What was it the The red pill I never saw the movies I told you there's movies I don't watch Oh my god Yeah but that's Keanu Reeves brother Like that's how do you have you not watched I had the poster of the movie where he was Neo what is um, that? That doesn't mean like I've never seen it. All right, I never saw ET. I never said it. Oh, but I had the poster. What does that mean? How can you have the poster and you didn't see the movie? I'm a fan. So yeah, I but you didn't see the movie. What if the movie sucked? But that's for me to find out one day. Jesus, but you've never found out. Right? Not yet. What the fuck is going on here? Anyway, that's like it, it was like disturbing a little bit. Ninety four. We talk about all these great things, but we don't talk about how it was the beginning of our bromance. Yeah. Where it all started. I and we thought, yeah, and we thought, you know, instead of like segmentizing it and you see that I just made up a word. Instead of segmentizing. Seg- segmentizing it and putting it into like a rewind time or a manual, things you should watch, whatever. I felt we should just wonder year style. Why not? Let's story tell. It's an interesting story. It's an interesting point of view. Like, narr- oh, like, should I narrate it with my voice? Or, I mean, because my voice isn't a, or should I do Morgan Freeman? Mm. The year was 1994. It's like a bad Morgan Freeman. <sighs> the year was 94. New York City. <laughs> I'm going to just, my, I'm going to just do, because if I, because na- one day they're going to do the Latino version of the one years, because they already have the black one. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? En el año 1994. That's the Telemundo version. <laughs> I'm talking about like the fuse version, like the, (laughs) 
like the like the uh, MTV Tres version that doesn't exist anymore. MTV. So like like I don't right because I don't want it to be like the Rain Network and the Rain Network, okay. right? Because then it'd be like, hey man, the year was 1994. Oh, so you want to be more like? Que chévere. Era el 94. What? No, that's even worse. You just gave us the Bravo version. <laughs> No, I'm, you know, I also don't want them to sound like, hey, yeah, I'm from the Bronx, you know, hey, the year was 1994. Maybe it should sound like that. Why don't we just narrate it our way? All right, all right, let's do it like this. It would be like, the year 1994. The city, New York, hustle and bustle. Uh-uh. <laughs> Wait, you don't need to, yeah, yeah, but you don't need to do something. <laughs> I thought you needed the sound No, I don't, no, I need you to narrate it with me. There you go. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. No, no, it's all right. Y- your intentions were good, yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to beatbox your story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening too. <laughs> it's like, imagine that Michael Winslow is probably the most annoying friend. Like, I'll just beatbox your story. And then I went into the elevator. All right, 1994. The year was 1994. The city, New York, New York. The, the music, borough. the borough. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's school. like <laughs> <laughs> keep narrowing it down. Yeah, keep narrowing it down. The school, Xavier High School. The class, what was the class? <laughs> oh. Michael Scott's class. Uh, what was that? What, were we, what did he teach? Social history, studies? Social studies. History. Social studies. History. History class. And there was Mr. Scott coughing up a lung yeah. into a jar. <laughs> <laughs> With two gla- two sets of uh, glasses on the table. Yeah, he, had, he was nearsighted. He was neither nearsighted nor, nor far-sighted. far-sighted. So he would switch glasses to talk to us and then switch to read. And they were both like super thick. He had 14 open books on his desk. Yes. Yeah, he had like 14 open books on his desk. Meanwhile, he taught the same class over and over again. Same for years class, the for same years. class but he still had 14 open textbooks and he was like at that point he would cough like to the point where he would like turn red and you thought he was gonna collapse and then he spit it into a jar because I guess they were like testing it to see if he was dying or something <laughs> so he had a jar full of whatever that was and we got to see it yeah it was like alien movies it's horrible. You ever seen like egg yolks in a jar? <sighs> Rotting. <laughs> right. But with like cancer. <laughs> piece of tongue came out every time he spit. It was like, no, we had to sit and it was like, yo, I couldn't imagine what that's. And then the thing was, it was like, why was it full? By the time we had class, it was like halfway full already. Why? And how much of this phlegm is he collecting? Him and his brother had the smoker's lounge next to the home. Yo, 1994, we still had smoker's lounge in the, in the school. In the school. In the school. Indoors. A room where you could smoke. But let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get to the meat of the story here. Okay. There's two, there's two guys in there. There's two guys in there that would eventually cross go paths. on. Yeah, cross paths. And these two guys fade is to create content so amazing. One day together. I don't know where I narrated turned Italian. 
he, he he turned into Cuomo. It, it wasn't it wasn't Scott's class, but we had that class together. Mm. I just don't remember when it was one of the smaller classes. I can't remember when it was that we. What kind? Well, first of all, I just I just remember we were one of those day classes. We had that one together, and I think we had another class together. I don't know. We had religion that. class. We had religion class. We together. had religion Langdon. class together, Mister Langdon. Oh, Mister oh, Langdon. Mr. Langdon. How long did he last? What was it? Two months? He lasted about two. Buds in that school. He was uh, not proper Jesuit material. He believed in uh, the power of numbers and and coincidence. Numerology. Numerology. Yeah. Yeah. He was all about, you know, he was a flower child. He spent the whole class talking about. Telling us one day that he was at the Dallas airport, not far where JFK got shot, and right. he looked up. PM. Right, somebody farted or something, <laughs> and he looked up and looked at the clock, and it was the same time as, as when the Kennedy f- got shot. Yeah, and it was the same number as his flight, mm-hmm. the same number at that same exact time. Some shit like that. Yeah, it was some shit like that. But he was weird. But we made him cry one day. We made him cry. Our class made him cry. He made our... In that one class, imagine this. That one class was like Gangster's Paradise when you walked in. It was... It's every fucking movie. Like, you know how every... Right, every cliche from like those like uh, school movies, like The Principal, Dangerous Minds. Like, they walk into the classroom, lean on me. Coach Carter. Yeah. uh, (laughs) What was the one that... uh, Man in the Mirror, what was that one? Oh, boy. The Michael Jackson. Anyway. Michael Jackson movie. Yeah. (laughs) song with Michael Jackson. Anyway, it's not the Michael Jackson movie. It's the Edward James Almost movie. Oh, Um, Stand and Deliver. Stand and Deliver. All these movies, they start off, the teachers come in, there's like paper planes being thrown around and paper, and the teacher's like, excuse me, excuse me. And I, no, that's exactly what happened, Mr. Langdon. Yeah, but you know that that didn't happen in anybody else's class except for except Langdon's. for that like, and except yeah. for that class, the one that yeah. we were in. Yeah, our that, class, that was, class was evil. It was evil. Yeah. But that's how we kind of met, right? And then we've told the story before about having faith and chastity in our lives, right? Not the words. There were these two girls named Chase and yeah, the other words, faith and chastity. Yeah, <laughs> the thoughts. And by the way, guess who was ta- guess who dated chastity? <laughs> Guess who wasn't getting any? <laughs> Guess who had faith? It Guess who had ever. faith and it did. <laughs> oh, you gotta have. Guess who had a little faith? <laughs> Yo, I'm here all week, folks. I know others that had both chastity and faith. So it was one of those situations where at the school dance, you would dance with girls and you would end up whatever. But, you know, they were one of these girls that had like a strong bond. So they would always like end up together and we end up like, oh, P, what's up? Oh, I know this funny, kid. funny though. We matched each other very well because yeah. they were like the Café Colecha version. Of us. And we were the Café Colecha yeah. version of that, like in that way. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it was like, at least, you know, sometimes you end up having a song limb by limb we are called them yeah it was coming down because you know something hot was gonna pop after that one i think we touched butts that's what happened yeah we were dancing back to back because we were dancing to back to other. back to they were dancing, and then at one point they both like did the tip over in front of us and we were like oh we ended up back to back yeah one of us may have turned around at a certain point but we don't yeah, need to get into that fine so De- minor details Minor details. But what was cool is like, you know, when you end up hanging out with another dude, like from your school or from your class, that they I but you don't really know them, you know, is because of a girl. You know, sometimes it's like, ah, oh, you don't want to. But we ended up kind of hitting it off right away. Like we ended up getting really cool right away. And like we had to hang out at the same time. Those girls, those girls were like from the. Yeah, no, we had to. No. And then we had to kind of trek out there together because those girls lived in like a in a housing place. Right. Yeah. By the port. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we had to like we were like, yo, you want to meet up and 
his head to these little like fake projects together, you know? Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. Great times. And someone that we know bagged both of them after they That's passed to us. I do somebody that had both chastity and faith. That's what you meant by that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'll talk about that. So but then anyway, after so then after that Misery loves company. Right, because then they both broke up with us at the same day. Like the same, same time. Day. Same, same time. Day. Everything. So I told I like I kinda hit him up. I was like, yo, you she broke up with you. He's like, Yeah, same thing. Like we were both kinda like, Oh damn, that's kinda messed up. You wanna be like miserable together? And I accept it. Yeah. But you know, like you were like you you got me out of my shell a little bit because I was a little sheltered. Like you were one of the first times like I got like I went drinking before a party and shit like that. Not the first time, but one of the first times that I can remember. We you, me, Papatai. Hey. We went to have forties. And then that was one of the nights like and then and then I think we met. I ruined your life, right? Yeah, you did. You really did. But uh I But I was well go ahead. Sorry. That when I met you, it was one of these things where like in class I was like, God, this kid doesn't shut the fuck up. He does not shut up. Like, how do I make him shut up? Like he just kept talking and talking. We're gonna get like extra work and this and that. Remember it was that, but I was nervous was like, all the time. Like, no, but then talking. I it's like I realized it was like, yo, he's that and I noticed that you would talk to a lot of people, like, oh yo, he knows a lot of people. Like that's like it's not just that he talks to class, he talks to everybody. Yeah. And I was like, yo, whatever. He, You know what I mean? He a real friendly cat like that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I think, I don't remember what it was. We had a class together. And I don't know why, but it was like, you were like, I was like, primo. And you were like, primo. Primo, right. Like, that we, we like, every time we You would see each, each other, other hallways, yeah. We're like, yeah. yo, what up, primo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had known each other like that, but then the girls really sealed it. Like that, that relationship. And that was it. We t- It took off. We took off. And then after that, we were like, we had another group of, pe- group of girls that we were messing with, that they were friends. And. But then by then it was too late. We solidified our our bond. Yeah. It was together forever and never. What else? But that's where that's the year that it beat him, George. But that's the year that it all began in 1994. That's right. It was a cool thing. We had a lot of stuff in common as far as like, you know, being raised similar, you know what I mean? The foods, the the customs. It it helps a lot too, the speaking the same. And we knew how to talk to each other's parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a good thing. You know what I mean? So my mother, my mother thought you were a six foot black guy. We always talk about that. Yeah, no. she used to talk on the phone. And then when I would call your house, they thought I was a girl. Yeah. So we yeah, had. I that. don't know why she keeps calling you. Mm-hmm. She calls you a lot. I'm like, you know it. Yeah, you would never correct them. You let them think nope. I was a girl. Yep. Why? Why do like, I shatter their dreams? <laughs> P, it's her again. Yeah. Like, it's me, Jerry. <laughs> she got a guy's name. Like it still didn't click. <laughs> oh, it must be spelled with a G. <laughs> you know these parents from here. The Dominican. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was our sophomore year. That's when, like, we started like getting into our own and going out more. Like, we started hanging out. out for each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're always. That was the other thing too. I think it was a, a big thing that we looked out for each other. We weren't those cats that would leave a drunk motherfucker sitting there. You know what right. I'm saying? We really looked out for each other. So that was cool with our clique. You know. So that's. Well, we had two of those that. things, right? It was two of those things. Like we never, we never left a man behind. Like we made sure yeah. everybody made it home, and we never got a, like abuse of a pervy with women, right? Even Nobody when it was respect. allowed, yeah, we were yeah. always respectful. You know, it was a cool click to hang with. It was ever, yeah. I just remember like we had that one. The Sp- we decided we all decided to join the Spanish club, right? Right. We all just decided we needed college credits, right? We all decided to join the Spanish credits. club. So, but then there was a dinner that everybody had to bring a plate. Oh, Boy. And everybody's parent like this is the first time all of us niggas like all of us that were really cool with each other were gonna get to meet each other's parents like and, and they were 
gonna shit. get your parents came to eat though. Your father yeah, there. Free shit. Your like, father, you know what your father brought? Salsa and not like dipping salsa. No, he no, he brought like salsa to dance. Like I'm gonna teach people because yeah, yeah. he was in his salsa phase at the time. Remember? He thought it was like uh, what he was. Do you call it? He was dig Yes, a social. He thought it was a yeah. social. Your know, man at the time was doing like salsa socials once a week. Yeah, so he had the the attorney so you, with Darius heels. And yes, he had the shiny shirt. He had a fucking. He would walk out the house with a shiny shirt, unbutton the top button. Doesn't matter what the weather or the season. He had the Swayze. Right. I remember a pig in a winter store. He wear a pig polo in a winter store. Like what? So that's what he brought to that dinner. He brought his love of salsa, his dance, his salsa skills. Yeah, he brought his machismo. But yeah, but then I realized that, that that's when I, like, I'm, we, shout out to Kel. Like, yeah, Kel's parents were there. Kel's parents were there. And then I realized like, yo, I go to church with Kel's parents every weekend. I know Evie's mom was there because I know Evie's mom. Yeah, she showed up. Like, yes, always. Yeah. No, but she came. But I'm saying like, that. I've that's when I realized like, yo, my mom and my mom and Kel's mom used to work together when they were like, right, my right. mom was a teenager, like when, when she was pregnant with uh, Kel's brother. Right. So I, so it's like, there was this history there and it's a small ass world. And then it was like, Oh shit. Like, you know, all these things came out and not only that, because then I recognized them from church. Like, you know, Kel's parents were always like the ones that they was hitting them high notes. Right. Like they was like, they were the ones that would get everybody else into singing at church. Right. When, you know, you know, when you'd be like, ah man, where it could be boring, you know, right. they'd be like, Amen, amen. And you'd be like, oh shit, get up, get up, get everybody, it. get up, kill it, kill it. Their voices will punch you in the chest. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But yeah, I just remember that dinner and everybody brought like something except for peace, dad. Everybody brought like a plate. I don't remember what I brought. I think my mom brought like some like lasagna. I think she brought like spaghetti and fucking peas that Ron made. <laughs> Just Spanish dinner. <laughs> he means spaghetti and peas. That's a throwback to I don't know what episode that was, but yeah, Ron and his fucking peas in every pot and all the pasta. I don't know. I want to say it was like I made something with platanos, right? Probably, yeah. I remember it like that. You know, my parents have never been much into my school functions in that way, like being involved. But it was like the Kairos thing, like yeah, sneaky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we just hmm. that was that was our sophomore year and that was the beginning of and that was the look look at how it started. That was blood in. That right. was our blood in right there. Yeah. And look where it's ended. Look where it's ending. Blood look out. Where, look where it's at. Look where we're at. Blood out. Critically acclaimed. Did we just spend the whole episode on ninety four? I think we did. But that was special. It was ninety four. It was, you know, we do. How we're only gonna get one ninety one because it's like Voltron. That's what Voltron was for. That's when the Power Rangers learned their fucking. They had special skills. Yeah, that's like when the Ninja Turtles got their sashes over their eyes and stuff. When the Knicks went to the finals, exactly. What with John Starks was dope. Like, there's so many things that happened in 94. To be a kid in this... Come on, man. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. What? Nas. What? Biggie. We lived through the best era of hip-hop. We lived through the best hip-hop era. I'm sorry. That was the epitome. Trap Called Quest. Trap Called Quest dropped uh, Midnight Marauders the same day Wu-Tang Clan dropped 36 Chambers. Mm. And you know why? I'm such a fan. It's like November 11th or some shit. Wow. November 11th, 1994, my nigga. Wow. Because I caught both albums. You understand what I'm saying? I caught wow. both albums. And I know both. I could recite that those albums from beginning to end, word for word, yeah, with man. the album. Yeah, I got that like three days later when I gave you the dish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, right I was waiting for you to burn the bitches. <laughs> 
I was slow on those. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that? I used to be the music nigga. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, uh, can you give me this album? And I used to have to finagle it from people so I could get like the copy and then get my own copy of it so then I could copy it for you, nigga. Right, right, right. Good times. Good times. 1994. And yeah, 94 episodes, we were six away. Six away. From triple digits. Triple digits. From 100. We want to give a quick shout out to like all these other podcasters out there doing this. We know it's not... Damn, why is it so loud right now? Like, I'm in Jersey. Like, what the f- You hear this shit? There was a truck backing up or something. Like. That's a fucking motorcycle. Cross the street. Like, unnecessary. Yo, park the bike already. It's your it's your neighbor. It probably is. It's Bob. Bike, yeah. He's a dick. Yeah. White privilege. 60 years old with a dirt bike. Anyway, we wanted to give a quick shout out to all these other podcasters out there doing their thing. Too many to mention, but we are going to try to like feature y'all on our show. We want to just show support. You know what I'm saying? Like I said it before and I'll say it again. It's easier to build when you're using each other's shoulders. You know what I'm saying? It's the only way you can make a ladder or a bridge. Facts. It's the only way. One person can't make a bridge. You know what I'm saying? Or a ladder. Yeah. You got to connect the dots. Two people, you, you know what I'm saying? Like it just—I don't know where I'm. I'm it's drifting, but you get the point. <laughs> but we're—we've uh, gotten some invites to be on some podcasts, so look, look for us probably appearing around this time. We're trying to plan something for a hundredth episode. I'm gonna let that slip out right now. We're trying. The word is trying. Right, we're trying. Either way, I think we could get something done. You know, even if it's something little, I think we can get something done. Even if it's like yo, meet up at a bar or something. You know what I mean? I feel it. Feel it. Keep it simple. Feel it. But I think 94 means so much to us because pretty much a found Like, I know I wouldn't be where I am in life without the influence that I had. Of Like, those, those were my most influential years. You understand what I'm saying? And those okay. were those were spent with the squad and I spent with, like, basically, you know, you the homie, bro. And we've been entertaining our friends with our conversations like this that we brought to this show for years. You know what I mean? Like, And the thing is that we never yeah. tried to be funny. Our stuff is just, it's who we are. It's who we's, we've always been, which is why it's so organic and why, you know. So uh, kudos, man. Congratulations on 94. To you too, my brother. That's why I always tell people you got to surround yourself with quality, not quantity. And that's the reason why foundation here, you know, with the fellas, it's solid, you know, solid, it's, it's solid. years, man. You put in work, you put in years with people like that. And uh, it shows that you feel it, you know. So good luck to everybody out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. But you're 94. Get your 94 year going. Get yourself your squad. Get yourself your. Listen, yeah. Our your, 1994 could be your, you know, <laughs> I hope, let's hope all young people are listening. It could be your 2003s. In the yeah. 2012s. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's for us, it was also just such a, like a, a cultural time. War, like there was just like so many things. Timing. It's all about timing. It was too. so many things coming together and exploding at once. Like those 90s, 1990 summers in New York City, you know, were fucking dangerous. And full they of were, adventures. <laughs> they I were mean, yeah. I mean, look, yeah, they were, they were, they were dope, but they were fucking dangerous, right? Because things like that don't can't happen nowadays. Not even close. Oh hell, the half those streets are closed off. But what? And the experiences that we had. Yeah. So in saying that, they don't exist anymore. Those that places. doesn't exist anymore. So you, those things that happened, especially in those key years, ninety four to like ninety eight, ninety nine, those are the years that shaped us. Those are the years where we became who we became, and though whose values, like P said, you. There's, a, I don't know who said this. Uh, there was an author that once said, you know, we are, we are a composition of everybody that we meet in our lifetime. So yeah, there's people that we meet for a millisecond, but there's something about this 
swagger, how they carry themselves, the way they say a word, something. And we take that from them or we take it with us and it becomes part of who we are. And if you, first of all, that's living. That's Did they imprint on you like Jacob? That's what, the, that's what you're saying. Right. It's like an imprint. It's like an imprint. Some type of an imprint, right? Because sometimes it's just attitude. Sometimes it's the way you carry yourself. Sometimes it's the way you say something. Sometimes it's the way you do something. And that inspires people. So, like I said, you're a little micro... You're a little bit of everybody that you meet. You know, mostly your parents. (laughs) <laughs> which is why it's mostly your parents. But, you, you know, there's people that you run into your life and like, ah, y'all niggas were the ones that like, we were basically learning to father each other because we all had father issues of some sort, you know? Yeah, we're the, not Kel. Except for Kel. Not Kel. Except for Kel. I should have said that, yeah. I was thinking it, but I never said it. Even though his mother to this day has never, I rarely hear her call him by his name. She always calls him boy. Mm. Cub boy. That's what she, she calls him boy. No, boy in English. She calls him boy. Oh, we wow. Boy. Like, boy. <laughs> she calls him boy. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I guess it's he calls the mother father in English, so. That's true. Yeah, you don't count. It's like they learned the English from the textbook and kept it that way. Right. Yeah. But- Mother, father, yeah. hello, boy. Shout out to Cal. Shout out to my man, Cal, bro. He was on my mind in this part of the thing. And MV. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to MV. Too many adventures, too many things. For getting all sentimental, but I think I think that's enough. I think this has been another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We're never going to be licensed or insured. It's too uh-uh. expensive. Not like this. Okay. We have humbly, 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 and reminiscently been your host. It has been me, Jerry D, I-A-Z, A-K-A, El Modifoca. I am the 16th letter P. Let's quote the great Robert Bird who once said, Nira, you ever find yourself alone in this world? Remember, acuérdate, siempre tienes a nosotros. Like a boy's ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Cause see here, we show no mercy. Strike first, strike hard. Duro. <laughs> something like Buddha. There's something like yeah. No. I was gonna say it was like, can you imagine like you had like one of those DJs is like Buddha. Like that's not the word, dude. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> what is it? Oh, he has dyslexia. It's duro, duro. Oh, duro. <laughs> Until next time, vaya. Oh, Dios. Deals. Part cheesy.